Welcome to the Burley Brew Podcast. I'm Kelsey Deckert, your horticultural agent here in Burley and Morton County. Today I'm going to talk to you guys about some common apple problems. We're going to go through four that are pretty prevalent in the area and that seem to always be repetitive each year and people struggle with. The most prevalent apple problem that I visit with the public about and community members about is fire blight. So fire blight causes our leaves to go brown and they will dry up appearing to look scorched. Younger shoots will curl in a downward shape, creating what we refer to as a shepherd's crook. There'll be discoloration on the bark of the infected branches. So you'll see like darker looking bark, lighter looking bark, and then the darker looking bark of where the infection is and stuff. You may also see oozing of sap from these branches. Fruit that is affected can shrivel and will turn dark in color and then have a mummified appearance. Typically when I get questions in regards to this, yes, I get most people saying it almost appears that somebody's like scorched their tree in an area or they have an area that looks like it's dying and maybe spreading to other trees. When I visit with different people in regards to fire blight and stuff, I always like to kind of refer to that branch that you do see the browning and the drying up and even the shepherd's crook is almost like a flagging branch. So that's kind of like your, hey, this is the start of it if you don't already have others. What we need to do in order to manage fire blight, sanitation is gonna be key. So we wanna prune out any infected branches 10 to 12 inches into the healthy wood. So where we see that last kind of part of the infection, we wanna go ahead and prune that back 10 to, uh, 10 to 12 inches into the healthy wood. You need to avoid heavy pruning and excess nitrogen fertilization as that promotes the new succulent growth of leaves and shoots. And with the new growth, it's gonna be very susceptible to infection. Again, like I said, really the key to managing fire blight is gonna be sanitation. So when you are doing your pruning, make sure that you are cleaning those pruners in between each cut. Probably one of the coolest to me looking apple problem that we deal with is cedar apple rust. So cedar apple rust is a fungus that's gonna affect our cedars, junipers, apples, crab apples, and hawthorns. In order for this disease to happen, you need both juniper and an apple and a crab apple or hawthorn. So one will come from that rosea family, which includes the apples, crab apples, and another, like I said, would be the cedar or juniper. So developing, you'll see when it's in the early stages on a cedar, cedar or juniper, you'll have like these brown growths that are on the branches. We refer to them as galls. The growths themselves will be brown with kind of like lighter spots on them. And if it becomes to be a later stage, you'll see like orange jelly-like come out of those lighter brown holes. It, like I said, this is definitely by far one of the coolest looking diseases that we'll deal with. On the apple trees and hawthorns, the leaves you'll see will have orange spots on them. So looking in this photo, you can clearly see it, but um, for those of you who are listening, you're going to have like orange larger spots and then 
sometimes around the outline of those spots will be like a darker orange or like even a red brighter color that outlines it with this disease again like i said you need both hosts it's very common to see when we have wet human weather there isn't much we can do once an infection has occurred established trees can tolerate the rust disease but if there is several consecutive years of it, it can weaken the tree and make them more susceptible to other diseases. So the way we can reduce this disease, again, is by pruning our trees to maximize sunlight and airflow in the canopy. You can plant resistant varieties. And then, of course, there are some preventative fungicides such as chlorothalonil, mancozeb, and copper that could be used in the spring when our flower buds are starting to show color. If you are gonna use a fungicide, make sure to follow the label as directed. But again, it's not a necessity to use a fungicide as trees can tolerate this disease. In the fall of the year, or when people start to harvest apples, our most common pest that we find in North Dakota is gonna be the apple maggot. The apple fly will pierce the apple skin to lay an egg causing a dimple on the exterior. So if you see apples that look like bumpy or that they have many dimples, that's a pretty good indication that, you know, an apple maggot has caused that. So once it's actually laid that egg inside, the larvae hatches and it begins to feed, creating brown tunnels. They're really tiny inside the apple. So if you cut your apple open, especially in half, you'll see these tunnels very easily. To manage apple maggot, we wanna promptly remove any fallen apples from the ground. That's gonna help prevent the larvae from pupating and overwintering. You will want to begin monitoring for the presence of adult flies in late June by hanging apple, red apple, mega traps that are coated in a tangle foot. So if the adult is actually trapped on that or detected, then there are insecticides that you can use. Our adult apple maggot, kind of black, has transparent looking wings and a white dot on its back. If you are not familiar with it, go ahead and Google search what an apple maggot looks like. So some of the insecticides that we could use to go ahead and manage this would be carborol, malathion, or spinosad. Again, you need to make sure that you follow the label as directed whenever you're using one of these insecticides. The last pest that I wanna talk about, again, that we see a lot of times when we're getting to the point of harvesting our apples is the codling moth. Symptoms of this will be on the exterior of the apple, exit holes. And these exit holes are gonna be kind of brown. You may even see what we refer to as brown fat frass, which resembles kind of sawdust right there in the hole. That's what the outside of the apple will look like. When cutting the apple open, you'll see one tunnel that directly goes to the seed. And this is caused by the larvae because as it tunnels, it'll come in and tunnel to the core to eat the seeds out. So to manage this one, we wanna go ahead and hang what are called pheromone traps in May to detect the presence of the male moths. The male moth is gonna be a grayish brown 
looking moth with copper colored tips. Again, if you're not familiar with it, it's best to just do a Google search and look what that what they look like. In May, if we go ahead and detect the male moth, we're going to go ahead and apply some insecticides that are containing malathion or pyrethrin, and it, you can apply those as long as, again, they're labeled for apples, apple trees, and you will follow those directions on the label. There's usually repeated intervals on that. So thank you today for joining me to learn a little bit about some of our common apple problems that we deal with. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Burley Brew podcast and look forward to having you join us next time. Thank you.